Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bench Life. Today, we're joined by Errol and Brennan. Say what up, guys. Hey. That's your intro, Errol? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Errol back, back again to Bench Life. Um, let's get talking about hoops. Right. You already know who this is. This is Brennan, a.k.a. the host of Brennan's Island. Make sure you listen to that podcast as well as this one. And we're here to talk basketball. And the other one, we talk a little bit more personal. It's a good thing I can edit, edit these things out, eh? Yo, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what are you guys saying? How you guys been? Uh, I've honestly been pretty good. Uh, I started summer school this week, so I'm not looking forward to that. But nonetheless, uh, quarantine, making the most of the situation right now. So, so Arrow, summer school simping, eh? That's that's something. Triple S, you're no, the man. Like my actual, no, like my actual school, like my education. Yeah, he, he's finishing grade nine. <laughs> yeah, grade nine, yo, grade nine. Yep, uh, Stephen Lewis. <laughs> oh, yeah, Brandon, what do you say? How you been, bro? Nah, me, I'm chilling, just working. You know, work again, like I brought up earlier, my podcast, Brandon's Island. Make sure you listen to it. But um, yeah, just working we on it. <laughs> bro, stop pipping out, stop pipping out your podcast, bro. Bro, when you love something, you show it off. Isn't that what you told me, Errol? <laughs> Yo, did that really come out of your mouth, Errol? In those exact words? <laughs> I don't remember, but Brandon might be right. But we move. Talking about basketball, not <laughs> all right. All right, so so okay, we're moving on. We're moving on. So today we're gonna be talking about superstars, but but to be specific, superstars that you know they they stuff the statute up. They bring they bring people and put them in the seats, but they're not gonna win you a championship. People that's not gonna take you to the finals and get you that Larry O'Brien. So Errol, you got one. Brendan got one. I have one. Uh, let's start off with Errol. I want to go last. Right. Yeah, you want to go last? You go right, when I tell go. you to go. How about that? <laughs> go last. <laughs> all right, all right you know, go ahead, bro. Who, who, who's your superstar? Who's the guy right, that's the taking two- you maybe to the conference finals, maybe to the finals, but he's not getting over the top. He's not winning you that chip. The superstar that I chose is James Harden. Okay. James Harden. Okay. And I chose James because in recent time, recent playoff runs where he had the the green light to, to go past, like, the conference finals or the second round, he failed on the biggest stage. 2017 um, against the Spurs. <clears throat> In game six, no Kawhi, he had like what ten points and twelve turnovers or something. Yeah, loses loses by forty, right? Twenty eighteen, he is like that's the year he won MVP. He they were up three two against Golden State, no Chris Paul. You lose game six, and then you lose game seven at home, right? Underperformed, yeah. didn't execute um when he needed to, and arguably if they beat the uh, Warriors in twenty eighteen, they possibly beat the Cavs, but that's. You, that's, that's arguable. Last, just last playoff run, 2019. You're down 3 2 at home, right? You're leading for most of the game. Steph Curry lights you up for, thir- for 33 points in the second half, sends you home again. You forgot. Goes like, I forgot who? Clay Thompson did work on him too. It wasn't just that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clay went to work too. But it's like time and time again, you had the opportunity to make something of it to advance to the finals, so, you know, put yourself in, in a position to win a championship. And you fail over and over and over again. Like he, he'll be a great second option, but to lead the team, he can't do it. Whoa, second option. Second option. All right, I think okay, that's that's a little too far. Okay, I agree with you. I think James Harden's is someone that's like he's not gonna get you to to win the championship, right? But like, you, you have a few of those players in the NBA. But the thing with James Harden is, I think he's a victim of his own like offense that's revolving around him like it's just dribble 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 
If he doesn't get a shot, then he passes it off. That's how really he gets most of his his assists. So mm-hmm. I get what you're saying with James Harden. I agree, James Harden maybe he's not going to win you a chip, but I think you know if you change the offense for the Rockets and you and you let James Harden play a little bit more off the ball, I think maybe he'll be the whole team will benefit a little bit more. What do you think about that? Oh, 100%. Like, Mike D'Antoni's offense clearly hasn't been working. It's just shoot threes, layups, forget the mid-range, no ball movement. Again, you're right. Harden dribbles the, the air out the ball and then does a step-back three-pointer. When if they actually have a motion offense, it makes it easier for players to get to their spots. But again, like, it's also the coaching. And Harden's free throws doesn't, like, in the playoffs, it's a lot harder to get to a free throw line. So his game, like, his method of scoring, one of his methods of scoring is already limited. So if his shot's not falling, then he's not really, you know, as effective as he would be in the regular season. Yeah, Brennan, what do you think about that? Nah, I'm just surprised you said Harden. I think you're giving Harden a bad rep. Besides the 2017 against the Spurs where he scored 10 points, that was unacceptable. But the two teams that he lost to, Golden State, Golden State, mind you, other than LeBron and then Kawhi recently, but even then with Kawhi, Clay and KD weren't playing. LeBron was the last person to beat the Warriors. So, like, unless you want to hold James Harden to LeBron's standards, I don't think that's fair. I'm not holding him to LeBron's standards. In 2018, he was up 3-2. Yeah, and then you he know, had to go Chris Paul, and he had to go beat Golden State two games in a, one game in a row. One of them that's in Oracle, oh. that's hard. Yeah, what do you mean? One game's out of your home court, bro. Don't forget, game seven, they're up for most for the whole first half. Third quarter is when everything went to Yeah, but they missed 27 threes in a row. He didn't take all 27. Yeah, but as the leader of the team, you tell him, yo, threes aren't working, you drive to the basket. You get a mid-range. It's like, the game was very winnable. I'm not holding James Harden to LeBron standards. I'm holding him to the standards of a superstar. Yeah, I don't think a superstar, I don't think a healthy Golden State was losing to anyone in the NBA from 2017 to 2018 and 2019. So that's why I agree with the Spurs, the Spurs take. He was terrible in that game six. But game six, uh, the last two game sixes and then game seven uh, in 2018, I can't hold him for that. So Brennan, yeah. So, so let's say let's say they changed their offense up and they started playing more traditional. And they played Harden more in like a Kobe role or a Kawhi. Yeah. Role. You think that will benefit him? Or, or I think what they're not- doing, I think what they're doing right now with Russell Westbrook being like the center and then they're playing inside out. I think that's the best way for them to win. Okay, interesting, and that leads us to the second superstar and my my guy and his teammate Westbrook, man. Oh, wow. I, Listen, I love Westbrook. I really do. I like. I love his game. But the thing is, his game does not translate to winning championships. Doesn't translate to winning playoff games. He 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 stuffs the statue. Probably the best stat line we have ever seen. If you look at straight stats, probably the best player of all time. If you really just look at straight stats, but it's it's more than just stats, man. And that's the thing with Westbrook. And to be fair, before before I, I get into the why he never he will never win a championship, or or how or how he's playing, he will never win a championship. Since he's joined the Houston Rockets, we've talked about him being being the number two and having to to conform to being the number two. And I think he's done a great job of it, especially him being with like a, a really good friend in James Harden. I think it's really beneficial beneficial to him. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. know now, like he's not really going for that thirty points a game. He's really going for like that twenty two. And then we'll see like what 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 James is doing, and we'll play off each other, kind of like Kobe and Shaq. Like they say, you know, like sometimes Shaq was like, "Hey, yo, I I, I didn't have it tonight." you take over, or vice versa. I think that's what I think, that's the dynamic that they're having. But there's so many moving parts of this Houston Rockets team. Like, okay, you bring in you bring in a guy like like James Harden, you, and it's been like five, six, seven years now winning. Then you bring in Russell Westbrook. 
And it's another guy that can't win. So there's already two, like, big superstars that are very ball-dominant, and they're trying to win, right? And then you go small ball. I feel like this is the most, like, complex team in the league where it's, like, it's not just the superstars. You're also going small ball with P.J. Tucker at the five, and it's, like, it's such an interesting, like, combination. But to to highlight Westbrook's flaws, I just think that he's he's kind of chasing the do-it-everything and worry about the winning later. And I think that's just been hindering him. But hopefully he can change that. What do you think about that, Errol? Westbrook can definitely change that. He just the same thing has to deform, not not deform, defer to another player. Um, I feel like he could have won in OKC with KD, um, but you know that didn't happen. But I definitely feel like he he can win in Houston. It's just like they have to coexist better. But again, without offense, with the five out, I don't see him winning basketball. I think a team like Denver would just smoke them. Oh, really? But I, really? Yeah. Wow. I was trying to stay quiet. You know, as of right now, if they're to see if the playoffs were to start, if the playoffs were to start, everything, everyone's okay. Everyone can hear me. Yeah. yeah. All right. So if the playoffs were to start right now, they have to play Denver in the first round, and I have Houston smacking them in five. Really? Yeah. The the five out works, man. It worked because I mean, they peaked with Capella, so they might as well go for it. They peaked with Capella, though, but, but Capella is such a limited big. Like, he's only going to score on lobs and putbacks, right? Yeah. But you bring in someone like – I think Houston would, would benefit a little bit more by bringing a, a stretch four in that's really going to, like, play on the elbow a lot. Like, someone like – not obviously not to the level of AD, but someone like AD that plays like AD, maybe like a – Dirk Nowitzki kind of yeah, like yeah, a like a poor zinc, someone that's gonna play on the elbow and not just stretch the floor out completely. Either like the thing with Capella is he was gonna stay inside all the time. You know, you look at yeah. someone like uh, like, uh, I, like uh, Carl Anthony Towns. He's not gonna work in Houston if he doesn't change his game. You can't. He's not gonna be inside and outside. He's gonna be pr- pretty much strictly strictly outside with that offense, right? Yeah. So if you mm-hmm. can get someone at, at the four position to play with to play with Houston, I think it would be more beneficial. But taking it back to Westbrook, like in Houston, like we we gotta be like we gotta be patient. And this is the reason why I'm not like gonna completely shit on Westbrook because I, I I do like him, but we've only seen like half the season or three quarters of the season of them playing together, and then this COVID hit, and we we haven't seen him in like huge huge games, right? So. Bringing it back to Westbrook, Brennan, like, what do you think he has to change to be an absolute stud, like, in the finals? Like, where, some, where he can take over and he can win his, t- his team a title, whether it be in or in Houston now. Yeah. No, nah, it was just the IQ. Um, it was just the IQ. That was all that was missing from him. And him shooting less threes. Yeah, that leads into the IQ, right? I mean, arguably, yeah. yeah. But... So it was just him, like, playing smarter. He plays smarter basketball, they win. And it's not even like we're saying he plays like an idiot. It's just he just plays a little bit smarter, and it makes that much of a difference. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a bit he's, he's he's pretty reckless. Like the thing with Westbrook is, I feel like he doesn't really know what he wants to do a lot of the time. Like he sometimes he'll look like he's like, you know, where he does that thing where he like he'll hop in like the same spot and like almost carry the ball, just while deciding what what he's doing. Yeah. Then he'll just suddenly like rush for like a couple feet, and then he'll stop and pull up for a three, and it's like. Those aren't gonna go in because the momentum you're working, you're going like to the basket with, stopping on a on a dime and pulling up. It's just your mechanics are off already, right? So he just needs to calm down a little bit and play maybe the play the point guard role a little bit more. But I mean, mm. it's gonna be hard with with Harden right now, right? So mm. so I mean, we just gotta like hope hope for this COVID thing to blow over so we can see him in the playoffs. But Brandon, let me know who's your player and why. 
It's funny. You said Harden. I mean, you, uh, Errol said Harden. You said Russell Westbrook. I'm saying Kevin Durant. <laughs> so the OKC trio. back. Yup. 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 That's a big statement. A guy with two rings. Like, I mean, tell me why. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So That's what I'm saying. I'm listening to hear what you have to say. So this isn't a basketball related. This isn't related to on the court. This is off the court. I'm, obviously, he won two rings with Golden State, but at the same time, with all due respect to Kevin Durant and to Paul George, if you put Paul George in Kevin Durant's position, they still win those two rings. Do you guys agree or disagree with that statement? I agree. I agree, but I also think if you put me in that position, the Warriors would have a shot. <laughs> yeah, but you also thought you were going to go second round in the NBA. But in the NBA Yo, grade six. Grade six, bro. I was <laughs> yeah. disgusting. Yeah. But anyways, so, like, again, Kevin Durant – as a basketball player, phenomenal. Arguably the second second or third best player in the league, depending on how you feel about Kawhi. Number one isn't up for debate right now in 2020. But <laughs> or even fourth, because Giannis, but anyways, that's not that's besides the point. But if you need Kevin Durant to lead the team, like truly lead the team, like how we saw in the last, last dance, how Michael Jordan led his team, how we see LeBron lead his team, how we saw Kobe and Shaq lead their teams, Kevin Durant's not that guy. How we see Magic Johnson lead his teams. Kevin Durant's not that guy. He's the guy that will come in and he just wants to play basketball. He's not the guy that will get the team around, get the team involved off the court, get them like motivated to be around each other. As you see with Golden State, when Golden State were didn't have him, you didn't hear Draymond calling anyone a bitch. You didn't hear uh, Steph or Clay or anyone having any issues. Kevin Durant just isn't a guy that you can be in a locker room with. I think for like two years and have him as your leader. He isn't the alpha man. He's not. He's not the leader of the team. If you just need him to be like a, just go play basketball. That's all you have to do. Perfect. That's why he works in Golden State. And then Arrow, me and Arrow go back and forth on this all the time. I'm telling him Brooklyn will not win a ring, and he doesn't see it. So I... you think Brooklyn can win a ring? Yeah. And and obviously KD is going to be the forefront of of that offense that attack. Kyrie's going to be That's... the leader of that team though. You can already see I don't... it. I don't think Kyrie or KD really give a shit anymore, man. Like this is the this is the thing that I like about the Brooklyn team dynamic right now is I feel like now all the pressure is off. Like Kyrie has a ring, KD has two rings. I feel like they're both like a little bit like like they're they're both not alpha males. They both have locker room issues. They're both not the guy that's gonna like really ask a lot of your team and like go out like they're gonna go out there and dominate, but just not like as a leader, right? Yeah. So then, same team in Brooklyn, I feel like it's like okay, both we both have the same kind of issues. We both have like the same kind of skill. Like they're both like they're both one on one. They're gonna they're gonna cook you, and we know we seen Kyrie, bro. That guy has been injured, and he comes in like uh, uh, just a random game. He'll drop like fifty. You know, I'm a big fan of Kyrie. I'm a, I'm a big fan of KD. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you, Brennan, but at the same time, don't you think that these two guys, like they both have the same issues coming together? Don't they think it's gonna help? There's seven other players because on the I team. Think- there's what? Sorry, Errol, you go first and then I'll respond. I was gonna say um, I disagree with Brendan about KD because I feel like KD um, was one of the leaders on that team. The Golden State. Team. They do not. Yeah, they don't win those back-to-back rings without him. No, because they just they needed really someone don't. who can play against LeBron. They didn't need Kevin Durant. Like we said earlier, they could have had Paul George. They could have had Jimmy Butler. They could have had Kawhi Leonard. They could have had who else is like or Gordon Hayward pre-injury, and they still would have been the same result. I don't know about the same result with Gordon Hayward and Jimmy Butler, but with Paul George and Kawhi for sure. But again, with a player like Kevin Durant, like 
he could have led them in in 2016. I feel like he, you know, him and him and Westbrook both wanted to be the alpha. That's why they didn't work out. I I think if Westbrook deferred the way he's deferring now and let KD lead that team, they win in 2016, but they still lose to the Cavs in the finals. Yeah, but Kevin Durant isn't a guy that you can get behind. That's the problem. That's why Russell Westbrook and him never never really mixed because you can, you look at KD, he's a guy, he's aloof, he has burner Twitters, he, he won't talk to you for a couple of weeks, he'll be passive-aggressive. How are you going to, as a man, how are you going to look at that and be like, yo, that's my leader, I'm going to go I'm gonna go die for this guy on the court. Remember when OKC, Russell Westbrook went down and then they got they got body-bagged by Memphis Grizzlies? That's where they lost in five or six. And, yeah, but didn't the same thing happen when it was just Westbrook in the playoff series too? Yeah, Westbrook versus Hart, James Harden. Versus KD yeah. versus uh, what? Mike Conley and Marcus All. <laughs> hey man, I just think it's like I think it's it's weird that you say like KD is a top three player in the league. Like, I mean, I I feel like we're like pretty much in agreement. LeBron, KD are one and two. You know, like it's it's hard to argue that on their day. So with someone being a top two player in the league, for you to say that he can't lead a team to a championship, that's what I'm saying. To me, it's far fetched. Like, you nah, it's personality based. It's not. It has nothing to do with what he does off the on the court. Like if if okay. that if the title was just one based on what we do on the court and just the five best players getting together and playing, wouldn't the twenty eleven Miami Heat be champions instead of the twenty eleven Dallas Mavericks? Do we wouldn't the two thousand four Lakers be have the title instead of the Pistons? There's so much that goes yeah, into it. Yeah, you can say well, that. Well, say that what, but they the, did win the ring the the year after that, so they were capable. What of about it, the two thousand four Lakers? They just but got they, Molly walked. They got walked by by the Pistons, and with the Heat, they lost because a certain player scored eight points in Game Four, and he choked. So that's why. They, that's why you guys are saying lost. just on the court is all that matters, but it's not. That's that's my argument with KD. No, that's not what we're saying. What we're saying is, is he capable of leading a team? And you bring up the O four, <clears throat> excuse me, the O four Lakers. They won a three three championships before that, so they were capable of it. Kobe and Shaq were capable of it. You bring the twenty eleven uh, Miami Heat. They won a, a chip the year after and the year following that, so they were capable of it. Okay, so two thousand five uh, Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Okay, okay. If you're gonna nitpick, okay, so maybe yeah. that that Phoenix Suns team wasn't someone that could uh, a team that could win it, and they weren't led like a team that could win it. But for you to say that a top two player with two rings can't lead a team, I think it's a little far fetched. Me and Aaron are going to go with KD. You're going to go against KD. That's just the way it's going to go. But I appreciate you boys being on the podcast. So I had Westbrook. Errol had uh, James Harden. And Brennan had Kevin Durant. You know, think about it yourself. What what superstar do you think is going to can lead a team to a chip? But I appreciate you boys being on the podcast. Peace out. All right. Thank you, Bash. Thank you.